Did you finish? I did, and I'm <laughs> dying to hear your thoughts. So I would like to know if you have been able to read or finish both books. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, all right, so having answered that, I, I can't wait to hear how different the endings are. The endings are fairly similar. Okay. What's the, what seemed the most different is the time spent over in Africa fighting the war mm -hmm. seemed much shorter in the Apple one. With King Iscariano? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that seemed, it seemed more like truncated, whereas there was a lot more to that and like why the relationship between King Iscariano and, and Tarrant was so like how the brotherhood was formed. Okay so much more the apple one it just seemed to happen where the right do you feel that i missed out on a lot i don't know i don't think so i mean you got you got the bulk of the story okay and i think if anyone asked you about a tarant lefanc you could answer you could say you know the night and tell the story and tell the love story apart and tell the side characters like you know all the pieces mm -hmm. if they ask you weird things about bread you might not know it because it wasn't in there. So I don't think I don't think you I don't think you did. Um, okay. It was two different experiences though. By the end, I think I enjoyed the the book one by the the last the later part of the book. Okay. More than the Apple one. Okay. I um, have mentioned in the past that I've noticed it more, or I noticed it more um, towards the middle and end. I think I could really tell that I was reading the abridged version. Right. Yeah. Something. Something shift shifted mm -hmm. in the in the apple where it just seemed like trying to get things going. And it really got going <laughs> towards the end. Um, how happy or satisfied are you with the ending? I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> okay. So it, it took me a while. <laughs> it took me a really while to process it all. Just because it was somewhat maddening. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> to have read about the adventures of Tarot LeBlanc. And I just, I mean, he, he was so highlighted, so esteemed, so celebrated. And then the ending comes. <laughs> and there's like this big, big twist where he, where he <laughs> loses everything and... Someone else, you know, just wins it all. Even, he, he gets the woman. He gets the empire. Not even lose it. He just... He had, <laughs> he had, I think he had appendicitis. <laughs> the way they described it, that's what took him out. All these things. And he even knew. He was like, oh, time's up. I didn't, yeah. I didn't get... Well, he, he got what he really wanted. Yes, with Princess Carmesina. Right. And then... And then on his way back, he was like, ouchies, and then <laughs> died. <laughs> and I thought that was hilarious. Because I spent all this time, and you think like it's going to be like, and then happily ever after, and it was complete 180. Fantastic. That's exactly, Bravo. What, that's exactly what I was thinking, too. I thought, oh, this is probably going to end, you know, in, in the perfect, you know, cookie cutter away and it, it definitely didn't it, it it took a turn and once he died I mean I don't know like the 
grief just took its toll on <laughs> the emperor, Princess Carmesina. Finish everyone. Yes, and then they all just went down like. <laughs> I mean the domino effect. <laughs> well, I mean, well, especially the princess because she had her, her, she put her dead father on one side and Duran on the other. Was like time to die. Like I just, uh, how does that? Because they didn't like reference her take like committing suicide. Like she didn't, mm-hmm. she didn't do anything. She just decided to die, which mm-hmm. I thought was interesting. Just, yeah, I mean, I thought about that too, and it just almost seemed like she died from grief. No. Yeah, I mean, she said that. Well, the the apple one kind of mentioned how she started bleeding out of her nose and mouth. It just kind of randomly where the the book from crying so much, mind you. That's what the yeah. apple one said. The book one said something like she like banged her head or something. I th- oh, really? I, I think I think that's what it said. It seemed like she like accidentally knocked her nose, and everyone thought it was just all part of okay. it. But there's little things. But wow, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So um, I didn't think the book was that great, but. But the ending just sort of, I mean, I don't know. Um, I ended rating it a solid three stars. Okay. Well, what if you spent, I mean, so you had the, the abridged version. Do you think you'd have the same if you read the giant, massive? I almost think that I would have enjoyed it more. Really? Just because I knew that, you know, a lot of things were left out. And you know I hate reading abridged versions right. of, of books. But, um this one, I mean, although I don't think I prefer it, I feel that it just sort of helped the story along quicker, I guess. I mean, so it, it was fine. Well, I mean, at least with the at least with the Apple one, it got extra weird with the the lover son thing with the Empress. Like that was the son part kept happening more and more in the Apple one. Like they really highlighted that how she would refer to him as my lover and son. Like it was. Do you think it was because Hippolytus was so much younger than she it had to have been, had to have been right? Like, she he had to have like somehow reminded her of her her son or something. But it wasn't that. I mean, it was like implied in the book one, but it, I feel it was real heavy in the Apple one. But can we just reflect on how weird that is? It's weird and creepy almost. Yeah, it's pretty strange. <laughs> okay, so um, how how do you feel about? Um, Hippolytus just. Uh, uh. I mean, he was a, apparently he was a good knight, and, and he, he was married. Loved. He married the princess in England. You know, brought it all together. Had a son named Hippolytus. <laughs> the end. <laughs> I did like. I did like the very last little line on both of them, though. How I did say this book was published November twentieth, night or fourteen ninety, and mm-hmm. I thought that was. It's hard to wrap my mind around, like, that's an exact date so long ago, Mm -hmm. and yet I'm reading it on a phone that, like, this technology that everything we're doing, this whole thing, I had no idea, couldn't even fathom it. You know, it would seem like evil sorcery, I'm sure. (laughs) It was. (laughs) Do you feel that um, Hippolytus was appropriately chosen? I mean, I sort of liked how, um, in the Apple version at least, he sort of had to make it seem like he didn't choose himself. Like he had to ask. That's, that's how both were. <laughs> but they were like, they were like, ah, we know what you're doing. Y'all go ahead. <laughs> like mm-hmm. they, they, everyone knew. They just had to, they had to play off the formalities of it all. Like the, mm-hmm. the politics of it all, which was, mm-hmm. but he was well liked and he seemed to do a good job. And 
He apparently followed in Tehran's footsteps of keeping Greece from being attacked. And it may not have worked out swimmingly for the main characters, but <laughs> in the course of history, it seemed to work out for the, country, the countries, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But... Okay, so how did you, or would you rate it? Oh, I don't know. Like I said, these these old one, it, I feel like they're harder to to rate, whereas opposed to like newer stuff. But did you really enjoy it? In the end, I think I did. Yeah, that's the way I felt. I um, I mean, I didn't think it was that great, but then <laughs> just that twist at the end yeah. just sort of I don't know, just made it a lot more interesting. And I guess it sort of um, <laughs> it made me understand why or the relevance of Hippolytus' right. relationship with the Empress. Right. As strange as it was. I mean they were I mean they did it wasn't just like different than other I feel like other ancient stories where like that they just needed to fill something. They're like, oh and then this happened. Whereas this was actually built like things were built long in advance, which I think I guess it seems unique for the time. I don't know if a bunch of ancient texts kind of did that thing. Mm -hmm. That kind of storytelling. Where it just seemed like, so if they if they needed, I feel like in other stories if they were like, oh, and Hippolytus decided to marry the empress, and the end, like, but this it wasn't just that. There were like other little things kept building and building, or like how like King Iscariano kept playing like a bigger and bigger role, but it was built, like it wasn't just dropped in, which I thought was. Did the book discuss? Um, the relationship of Hippolytus and the Empress any more than the Apple version did? Not the same. I think you got the same. Okay. Did you have any idea that it was going to turn out the way it did? No. <laughs> but the Apple one kept referring to their all the various relationships as delicious battles, which I thought was <laughs> hilarious. Yes, I got a kick out of that too. How they how they skirted how they implied so much using like like war references. Mm -hmm. It was it was interesting. Oh, um, another question that I have is, um, I think the the um, introduction, at least to the Apple version, mentioned how spicy some parts were. Right. Did the book get any spicier than about the same? It oh, was, really? Everything okay. was kind of everything was kind of implied, but it, it would say stuff like you know the night, <laughs> the night could fight all day so the knight knew he could fight all night and stuff like that like <laughs> it was there i mean yeah. it, it was definitely for it's not what i thought a chivalric novel would be i guess i guess now's a good time to mention like i found this i i don't remember what i was trying to google something i can't remember what um but i came across something about the book where it said that reason this one stands apart from all the other chivalric novels is because it was less what they call it bucolic and lofty and more real because it was sensual and sarcastic and can see and is generally seen as an accurate representation of that time period okay. where other novels at the time were just kind of flowery and lofty and mm -hmm. um oh that's interesting yeah so maybe that's why this one was so because it wasn't like some knight on a field pining for his damsel. I mean, he was killing gardeners because he thought, you know, it was mm -hmm. he was with his, his girl. Yeah, um, I guess from the description in the introduction, I just thought that it was going to be like a little more licentious, I guess. I don't know. But for the time, for 1490. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I mean, delicious battles. I mean, that sounds... <laughs> I mean, that paints. 
it, it does. I mean, it it's it's almost smarter in a way because it leaves so much more to the imagination than the blatant the right. blatantness of yes. some romance. Because I mean, it was everyone was doing things with everyone. Like, okay, so I do have to admit. I mean, it's exactly how I prefer it to be written about in books. Right. You know, and it, it was just perfectly described. I mean, is there anything? Better than saying it was a delicious battle. <laughs> it could be whatever, you know? Yeah. It could be whatever you want it to be. Oh, okay. Yes, I agree. That was great. I don't think their delicious battles involved the... Uh... Do you remember the scene where they had the group bath and afterwards they had a little snack? Oh, yes. Okay, they had eggs with... What was it? Eggs with cinnamon and sugar? Wait. That does not sound delicious. Was that in the apple? <laughs> yeah, it just struck... How did that not stand out in my mind? It just struck me like eggs... I mean, okay, so I've done it before. Like, you make French toast, mm-hmm. and you have the leftover. And I've tried to cook them before, and this to see. I don't, it's not for me, but apparently in 1490, that was that was a delicacy. Apples with cinnamon. I mean, um, hey, eggs with cinnamon. Cin- cinnamon and sugar. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't sound good. Doesn't sound good at all. Doesn't, doesn't sound well, like a delicious I mean, but it works in French toast, though. Works on the bread, like, yeah. all together. But, yeah. like, if you take, have you ever taken the, the batter? When you're done and just cooked it, I I don't like cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, years ago I tried it because I was like, you know, I don't want to like I have this after batter, like I don't really waste it. So mm-hmm. you know, I got the eggs on the toast. Why not eat the eggs? Not not good. Not for me. Not for me at all. Okay, so the bread is what what changes the. I think so. Yeah, because <laughs> it all becomes like a like a. I mean, it is. It's a, it's a batter instead of the actual. Yeah. So yeah, I don't. I don't know. I just, <laughs> just not for me. Huh. Okay. The only time that I really like um, cinnamon, well, I mean, not the ground cinnamon, but the cinnamon sticks is when I make pho. I mean, but that's it. I mean, I don't like it in anything else. Really? Yeah. Like snickerdoodles? I guess you're not really a big cookie person. No, I'm not a big cookie person, and. There's just something about the cinnamon taste that I just, I mean, I've, I've, I've tried. It just doesn't work for me. I mean, the cinnamon sticks, I guess. You know, maybe. I did not know you didn't like cinnamon. No, I don't. I find that strange. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, I'm sure that it is strange to a lot of people. I don't know. <laughs> you seem like a cinnamon person. <laughs> I mean, some people do, but, you know. I like it. I like it when there's a balance. I don't like yeah, I can see like too much cinnamon mm-hmm. definitely be a problem, but I like it and I like it and stuff. Right, only in baked goods or like do you ever add it to anything else? It can be good in some savory dishes, just not. I wouldn't obviously I wouldn't like put French it in. Toast? Yeah, I wouldn't put it in eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs> just <laughs> did you catch what the uh, the people in Ethiopia called King Iscariano? It's mentioned one time in both versions, and I just thought it was, like, why bring this up and never mention it again? I don't think so. You call him King Jam Jam. Oh, yeah! <laughs> I loved it. Right, like, right. You, you have a guy named King Jam Jam, <laughs> and you're not going to keep using that? <laughs> I thought that was wonderful. <laughs> Speaking of, I'm so glad that you brought that up. It doesn't concern King Escariano, but um, wasn't... um. Torrent referred to as Caesar, like after his um, conquest? Yes, so that was not explained in the app. Okay, okay so 
that's what I was going to ask you about. I mean, because I was sort of confused at first. I thought, wait, why is the Caesar now introduced? And then I figured out that it was Tehran. Yeah, that, that was part of the part that just seemed like just truncated. Yeah. Whereas the the Apple or the book one was like after such and such, they people saw the likeness to Caesar. And it was all explained mm -hmm. like how, I mean, obviously you figured it out without all this information, but... And that's why they started calling him the Caesar of whatever, whereas the Apple one just started just calling him Caesar, whereas the book was like the Caesar of, and then, okay. or the Caesar and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. where, but Do yeah. you feel, feel that the book um, just uh, got too overly descriptive, I guess, in certain parts to where it became tedious to read? Some parts, but okay. other parts, I guess, comparatively, were kind of necessary where... Because I didn't, that, that part didn't bother me. Or like, I know if you if we go back and watch the videos, it looks like we're like slogging through it. And I wouldn't say this is the best one mm -hmm. by far, but it's definitely not the worst one. Right. Oh, I, I agree. Like, I don't know if I'd be inclined to like return to it, but having done it, I, again, I don't, I don't regret doing it. Mm -hmm. And I don't regret reading it and having this new, I don't know, something about, like I said, these older ones, it just, it's in such an interesting insight in how even this was, what, 500 years ago? My math is not great. <laughs> um, but there's still so many, like, similarities to, to, like, people are still doing the same things and trying to do the same stuff. It's just interesting. I don't know. You don't normally reread books, though, do you? I know I don't. Not really. I mean, occasionally, I guess I, 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 I do, but I'm trying to think, trying to think how often I, because there's so much out there. Like, all right. So, so I have to ask, how much would it take? How much money would it take to get you to reread um, <laughs> the Tale of Genji? <laughs> I mean, if you're paying me. <laughs> oh, that was just so painful. It was though. so painful. But I guess now, if I, at least, if I went back. I know what to expect, mm. whereas the first time you don't know, I feel like make, makes it more difficult, especially when you hit those various plot points that just kind of just go nowhere. It just really dragged for me. And dragged, yeah. I can live without couplets, as we both know. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm so glad that these um, books don't, <laughs> yes, that we have left those behind. I'm just <laughs> glad about that. But we're what seven, seven down, seven. Okay. Almost the double digits. <laughs> Almost. Well, and our next one is relatively short, right? Should be. So, well, the next one in the book is relatively short. I think. I think that's available online as well. Okay. Because I think the only copies at the library are in Spanish. I think I prefer to read them online anyway. All right, so let's just go ahead and talk about the book after the play. After the play? <laughs> or, like, or like the one that we said we could do something silly, and, or not silly, but a little fluffier. And I think I found something. I put two on hold. They haven't come in yet. I was hoping they would. Ooh. But I didn't know if you had something in mind. I just did this no. just in case. No, yeah, and I think no. it fits all the criteria. Okay. All right, let's hear it's, it. It's won a booker. I think it won a booker. The only American book to win the Booker Prize. Which one? It's supposed to be hilarious. <laughs> it's supposed to be, hands down, the funniest book. Okay. Because if you type in funny book, 
It pops up every time. It's written by a poet Ooh. who I've never, I've written, not written, I've read some of his poetry. Mm-hmm. And there's such a rhythm to it. There's such a flow to it. It's very enjoyable. Okay. I <laughs> Do you want I mean, to just wait and see? You have to fill me in now. Oh, we're just gonna wait. Let's just wait. I gave you some, gave you a little, gave you a little teaser. All right, so that's what we are going to read after the play or before the play. If it comes in in time, we can do it before. Let's see if it comes in today. We give it today, and if not, we'll start the play and then just okay. do that one next because the play shouldn't take too long. I normally keep up with. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty what? sure it's the only American book to win a Booker recently. Um, fairly in the span of things. Hmm. All right, all right. Just surprise me. I will wait. I hope it's not awful. <laughs> I hope it lives up to everything in well, my I mind mean, that I've hyped it up to be. With the man booker. I right, so it won the prize, you said? You never really know. Um, I'm almost, let me, let me know. It sort of depends on, on the panel, I think. Um, for, a, for a while there, I think every man booker prize winner was the most depressing, sad book. Yeah, and it's a and if this one's so funny, how can it be? How can it be depressing and sad? Because okay, according to okay, according to Google, it's only three hundred pages. Okay. Okay, that's very readable. And, okay, it came out twenty fifteen. How come this doesn't ring and a bell? And it won the Booker Prize, making this person the first U.S. writer to win that award. And I'm I'm pretty excited about reading this one. I don't. You might hate me, but... It's not the sellout, is it? <laughs> Look at you and your, your database of Booker Prize. It just rang a bell. I mean, yes, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm very, I'm very excited to, to read okay. this one. Okay, all right. It's, it's been on my radar, but I have not read it. Well, good. Okay, so... <laughs> All right. <clears throat> if it makes you feel better, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> so I also wanted to ask you, are you going to start the play? Or the, what is the next one soon? I mean, the, the next one's the play. The Oh, I can't remember what it's called. It's the two names. I don't remember either. The Spanish play. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember. Okay. So we have a, a few things planned. And I guess depending on if we get um, the sellout in in today, then yeah. we may or may not read that next. At least both of those before the next one. Book nine is it? Is it nine? Am I doing that right? Oh yes, that's right. Arabian Nights short story, Genji, two epics, Paleo. Yeah, right. Nine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fun times ahead. You're gonna, you're gonna give up on me by that. Hope you like nights. <laughs> <laughs>